Hi, this is Jacqueline with Sound Body Wisdom, and this episode is a continuation on self-kindness. I've had a few listeners reach out asking me to say a a little bit more about self-kindness, so this this is a follow-up to look more deeply and honestly at the many layers of cultivating kindness towards ourselves. You know, when an article is written or a podcast made about something, such as kindness towards yourself or, or changing habits or other unique qualities for our human growth, it can sometimes come off as this neat and tidy process when the truth is it's complex and each of us will have different elements that help and or hinder us. Yes, I am passionate about self-kindness, having the ability to change our internal landscape. I don't doubt it for a moment, but I also know each of us will have a very unique journey in discovering, cultivating, and growing it for ourselves. I can't emphasize enough the need for experimentation, uh, adapting, modifying, and, and just being curious enough to ask ourselves questions about how kindness lives and breathes within us and where we allow it to express or not. You know, there won't be right or wrong answers to any of your questions. Just the gathering of information for you to get to know yourself just a little bit more and then make the choices or, or try the approaches that work best for you. Overall, kindness is, is going to mean different things to different people. So a great place to begin is asking yourself what kindness in general, what it means to you. How does it feel and where does it express itself? Have you ever felt kindness? And would you be interested in feeling it, expressing it? These types of questions, they're important because anything I say, it won't have a place to really connect if, if you aren't just a little bit in touch with your relationship to kindness. So other suggestions for how to approach and connect to self-kindness might be you could try tapping into the qualities of forgiveness or think of when you've witnessed moments of kindness and bring those experiences to yourself now. You could see yourself as a child or imagine how a friend might be able to show you kindness. You could see how you might offer kindness to a friend, a loved one, or a child. You can also find other words that might be easier for you to connect with it, such as care, compassion, warm-hearted, loving, gentle. You could also imagine a time when a friend might have been struggling and the support, the kindness you gave them. How did you encourage them? I mean, were you, were you unkind and, and you criticized them? Or did you lift their spirits with positive feedback and care? Think about any moment when you were able to offer kind words or actions to somebody else. And then think about when you were struggling with your own certain circumstances. Maybe you made a mistake or experience difficulty. 
Were you as kind with yourself as you were with the other person? Or maybe you might have been a little bit tougher on yourself. Or maybe even you leapt more towards the habit of self-criticism, beating yourself up. Or maybe you felt embarrassed or ashamed and you let guilt weigh down on you. In those moments, what happened to kindness? And why would we want to engage and cultivate this type of draining attitude and behavior towards ourselves when it's clearly not the default behavior of kindness that we more easily give to others? You know, even when we fall short, do harm or make mistakes, we're going to have a natural period at first of feeling, you know, guilty or embarrassed, sad or angry. But we allow ourselves to cycle through these emotions and not get stuck in them for any extended time. And after that, or even simultaneously, we acknowledge what happened. Uh, We make amends where needed. And we offer kindness to ourselves. We do this because shame or guilt or other negative expressions, they can hold us back from growing and learning and, and from creating love and joy for ourselves. We move through the frustration or the grief or the shame and into kindness towards ourselves because this is where the healing happens. This is where change can happen. I believe this when the mistake is unintentional, but I believe it even more so when there's some part of you that that may be lashed out. You know, and that part likely felt smaller or not good enough in some way. So to me, it's, it's counterintuitive to punish that part even more. So instead, I bring kindness to it so it can heal and, and not need to repeat the behavior in the future. Because kindness nourishes and it gives, whereas blame and, and self-criticism, they drain and deplete. Kindness nourishes and it gives. All right, what else? You can, you can also try asking yourself, like, what actions or activities feel kind? Like uh, a walk in nature, taking a break for yourself, a, a warm bath, or maybe a gentle hand to the chest. Kindness towards ourselves, it's often closely linked and associated with self-care choices. And not surprisingly, many people say that they struggle with having a regular practice of self-care. But, I mean, do you see where I'm going with this? Feel into what kindness means to you. Like, where is the crossover with, with self-care or love, gentleness or forgiveness? What situations make it easier or challenging? What's your past relationship to kindness for yourself and others? Find out where kindness is absent or where you get stuck in such negative emotions and then with the negative emotions, there's no room for kindness. Keep exploring, asking, noticing, learning about your relationship to kindness. Let your curiosity guide you towards the best ways to offer it to yourself, regardless of the situation or the previous habit. All these questions, the curiosity and the noticing, you know, they're a part of your awareness that you're expanding. 
And remember, your awareness will be your foundation to keep noticing when there's an absence of kindness at any time during your day. And then you can interrupt this old habit and choose to practice a new one, a a habit of self-kindness. And these new choices, they're going to become more clear as you learn about your relationship to kindness. Because you're going to know more about how to feel it within yourself, what works best for you, and how to activate it towards yourself. You know, I know that some of you might write off self-kindness as as a weakness, or you don't see how it can possibly change your life. I would just simply suggest that you try it. I mean, what would be the downside? Kindness can work side by side with all your passion, your ambition, and your drive in life. In fact, I would offer that kindness can motivate you even more than that harsh inner critic that, that maybe you believe is the only thing getting you out of bed in the morning or the thing that helps you finish a project. Kindness is a force of encouragement and support like no other. It fuels our drive in amazing ways, and and it doesn't have any of the side effects or the hangover feeling like the negativity or the harsh criticism or beating ourselves up. Kindness fuels our drive and ambition, but with sort of a, a clean green technology, so to speak. Kindness nurtures and it nourishes our inner landscape so that we can experience more joy and energy than what's been possible with our more typical inner dynamics that really, they often lack any type of kindness. Again, try it. Try kindness, and if you don't like it, you can let it go. But really, I think it's one of those things that Once you start increasing it and getting to know it within yourself, it is a life changer and one that you're going to want to cultivate more and more. Okay, so here are some basic steps that you can take in the moment, out during your day, to help cultivate self-kindness. So wherever you are, your awareness will help you notice the moment the time when you're struggling with your inner landscape. Maybe it's a thought or a feeling. And you're noticing that you're not feeling any kindness towards yourself. Okay, so notice when this is happening. Now try to pause and interrupt what the usual flow might be, the usual habit might be. Maybe ignoring it, distracting yourself, going along with it. So try to pause and just interrupt what might be the usual flow. And just take a deep breath or or take a few deep breaths. And with each one, ask your heart, your body, and your mind to soften. So with each breath, let yourself just fully soften. Discover what you need to activate kindness in this moment. You know, it's going to be different for each of us, but you've been doing your exploration. So maybe it's a visualization to remember how kindness feels. Um, Or you imagine a situation where you've experienced kindness. Uh, Is it a physical gesture, like placing your hand on your heart? Is it a verbal statement of what quality you're choosing to invoke for this felt sense of kindness to emerge? So discover in this moment that you, where you've interrupted, what you need to invite, what choice you need to make. So, of course, you're going to need to experiment 
Ask yourself questions as you try this. Discover what works best for your unique needs. Being curious about what we need is, is an amazing gift to ourselves because there really is no blueprint. You know, each of us is so different, so we'll need to tweak any of these suggestions. You know, once I'd begun to notice all the thoughts and voices and parts inside of me, I had to keep trying different recipes to see what really connected with them. And sometimes we'll need to keep adjusting our kindness recipe as we grow in ourselves and with our different parts. You know, I say all this to encourage you not to give up. I doubt many of us mastered riding a bike, playing an instrument, or our first walking steps on our first try, but when it comes to making personal changes, we can get impatient. And here is a great time to practice kindness. I mean, imagine a baby learning to walk. Would you keep encouraging that child or, or tell them to quit or that they're not good enough? Ah, uh, yeah. Do you see sort of the rift here? So we need to bring the kindness and the patience to ourselves when we're trying to change these habits. You know, I hope that I've been able to offer just a few more examples to help you find access to kindness towards yourself. Maybe some clues for how to explore and understand it in a way that's uniquely yours. Oh, and another tool that might be of assistance is the Inner Tribe. You can check out the Inner Tribe. There's an episode found in this podcast series. I believe it's number six on my website. And Inner Tribe can offer a framework for communicating and creating a relationship with all the different voices and parts inside. You know, at different times, some voices are louder than others, and it can take skills of negotiation and mediation to meet them. As I mentioned, when I was able to start making significant changes, it was when my wise, expansive self inside was able to recognize all these parts that were unkind or self-critical and then meet them with kindness. You know, another metaphor I like to use is the inner love posse. Yeah, I know. It sounds kind of funny. But I did. I created an inner love posse. And even when I fall short or I do something that maybe hurts someone else through words or through actions, I bring kindness to myself because now I know that Nothing positive comes from beating myself up. And when I fall short, my inner love posse is just ready to come running out, tackle me to the ground with just so much love and helping me see that, yeah, I make mistakes, but there really is no room for not being kind to myself. You know, of course, I make amends. I own what I did. I make reparations. But I let the inner love posse wrap me up in, in joy and love and kindness. If I ever caused harm to someone else, it was either by accident and unintentional, or there was some part of me, conscious or unconscious, that was lashing out because it felt small or insignificant in some way. If some part or parts of me feel so bad already that they act out like this, how can it possibly help to kick them down even more? This really is a never-ending cycle that serves nothing but to feel worse and perpetuate more of the same. So we must interrupt this habit. And how incredible that the kindness we generate towards ourselves is a part of how kindness is generated in the world. We are this ripple point. 
Now remember from the last podcast that we're wired for kindness. We just have to figure out for ourselves what gets in our way and how to activate it. But I know with practice, each of us can do it. All right, this has been Jacqueline with Sound Body Wisdom. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.